Suddenly the sky is a little clearer. The water is a little bluer. The roads a little bumpier. The jumps are harder. The levels deeper. The characters smarter. The sound is hotter. The graphics cooler. The secrets darker. The dangers fiercer. The challenge a whole lot tougher. And suddenly the world's a more exciting place to be. Super Mario World. It comes only as part of the system you are created for. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The next generation from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power. Super power. Hi there! Welcome to episode 101 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Few games in the history of the medium have had a more profound effect on me than the very first game released for the Super NES. It remains to this day, in my opinion, one of the most perfect video games ever made. Saddle up that Yoshi, because tonight we listen to the music of Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So hi Matt, how the heck are you? I'm good. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm excited. We're we're post 100. I know it feels good. It does feel good. We're we're in a new era, mm-hmm. a, sh- a shiny and fancy new era of of <laughs> wave back music podcasts. Uh, and our for, for our first episode post 100, I could think of nothing better to do than a listener request. Our very first listener request. From Mr. Jamie Hill, we are going to be listening to the music of Super Mario World, which is one of my absolute favorite games of all time. And uh, this is a, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. There's a lot of tracks. Most of them are fairly short, so it'll probably be about the same length as a normal episode. But uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and give it a, let's go ahead and give this, give this the old kickstart. Super Mario World was released in the United States on August 23, 1991, as a pack-in title for the launch of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Following up what was at the time the most successful video game ever created, Super Mario Bros. 3, was no small feat, but they arguably pulled it off by expanding level sizes, taking advantage of the new 16-bit hardware to create large, rotating bosses, and creating one of the most well-designed maps ever conceived. Super Mario World is a true classic in every sense of the word, and has been re-released and ported numerous times. One of those ports is the hilariously named Game Boy Advance version, Super Mario Advance 3 Super Mario World, which was then followed by Super Mario Advance 4 Super Mario Bros. 3. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. I'm not even kidding. Got I'm following. (laughs) Got it. The game's music was composed by Koji Kondo, one of the most prolific names in video game music. He wrote the theme to Super Mario Bros., The Legend of Zelda, and has been one of Nintendo's go-to guys for music creation since the 80s. This game is about as synonymous with 16-bit gaming as any game can be, and it seems silly to go too much deeper into its history here, so let's just keep things moving along instead. Matt, what is your history with Super Mario World? Mmm. Man, oh man. I... I can't quite remember when I got the SNES, but I remember absolutely loving the system itself. Um, Yep, Super Mario World came with it. It was probably the only title I had for, you know, God knows how long. So I played that thing backwards, forwards, you know, uh, when I started learning there were secrets, I went back and, you know, played it more. I absolutely loved this game. The, um, you know, I mentioned the the map system was mentioned up front. It was so cool. Like, 
the 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 fact that you could uh, do shortcuts, um, you know, there was just a lot of great stuff. And yeah, you know, if this is your introduction to the system with the 16-bit graphics, all of a sudden everything looks beautiful. Yeah. Great, great colors, very vibrant where it needs to be. Um, just like everything felt like it had a great texture to it coming away from, you know, something like Super Mario 3. It was just a great, fun game that like you know every now and again i'll, I'll pop on uh, the emulator and i'll just play a couple of levels just just because yeah i play through this game probably like once a year once every other year just because because it's 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 one of the best games ever made it's one of my absolute favorite games it's my favorite mario game it's just downright spectacular um I got the Super Nintendo pretty close to when it launched. Uh, my sister and I were insufferable about getting one. <laughs> because, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think a lot of us were. I mean, I was such a Nintendo fanatic and a Mario fanatic at that. Like, you know, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and everything. And I didn't have a subscription to Nintendo Power, but I had seen stuff at my friend uh, Jeff's house. Jeff had issues in Nintendo Power that I would, I would comb through whenever I went to his house. And the first thing I ever saw on the Super Nintendo were some very early screenshots printed in Nintendo Power of Super Mario World. And I could not believe what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. The the giant bonsai bill was in one of the first screenshots. And I remember seeing that being like, oh my, a bullet bill that size? That's amazing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being completely over the top insane. But really, the thing that made me need this system more than anything in the world. And and this is still my very favorite video game commercial, trailer, anything of all time, was the original commercial for Super Mario World. I mean, that was it. <laughs> I loved that slogan, now you're playing with power, super power. Oh, I loved that was it. so good. That was so good. And really, I'll leave a link to the... To the just a YouTube link to that, this commercial, because... I, I, the 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 jump between eight and sixteen bit has always been my favorite in all of video game history, and oh, I was such a Mario fanatic, and I had seen sixteen bit games. You know, you've seen played Altered Beast in the arcade and other stuff in mm-hmm. the arcade. I've seen, I had seen the Sega Genesis, but nothing was this as cool as like the multi-scrolling stuff in Sonic the Hedgehog and whatnot. Like Sonic the Hedgehog is a very visually impressive game, but it's not Mario, and. As much as Sonic 1 blew up the world because it was new, uh, I don't think there's any argument to be made that Sonic 1 was a better game than Mario World, which was what it was going up against. And I know there was some criticism when it first launched that it just seemed like this slight update to Super Mario 3, like they just did Super Mario 3 again, but actually, man, nothing could be further from the truth. Like, the way the level structure worked in this game, with all the, the, the keys and the hidden exits and was was unbelievable and it's still so much fun to unlock I, I i know the whole game backwards and forwards where you know all the exits and every time i play i you know start from the beginning and i get star 96 every time because i know where all the exits are and all the little tiny easter eggs and it's just so good when my sister and i brought our super nintendo home uh which i still don't know how we pulled this off because like we were not a well-off family mm-hmm. so i don't know how my parents were able to afford this thing right out of the gate but i know we got it super close to launch because zelda a link to the past wasn't out yet Mm. i definitely have one of the 
I, I, well, I'm pretty sure is the launch systems because uh, my system came with Super Mario World mm -hmm. uh, and my mom bought F-Zero along with it. And mm -hmm. the poster inside of my system still had a link to the past, those first three screenshots labeled as Zelda 3. And that mm -hmm. was like, <laughs> let me tell you what. So we <laughs> opened up Super Mario World and I'm like, it just exploding at the seams to play Super Mario World, but then I look at that giant fold-out poster, and it's like, Super Play Action Football, whatever. Zelda 3? And it looks like Zelda 1? Like, it's not yeah. a side-scroller anymore. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, you know, of course, when I actually played that, you know, there's a podcast for another podcast. Oh, right, yeah, Absolutely. Super Mario World, man, it's just what, you know, it's one of those things I feel like doesn't come up uh, that I, I've mentioned before over on Stone Age Gamer that uh, it's a, a part of my just absolute high pantheon of video games that I don't feel like I talk about enough with enough reverence because I'm always talking about how I love Kid Icarus and I love Metroid and Legend of Zelda is my favorite franchise ever. Mario is m millimeters behind Legend of Zelda. Right. The Mario platformers are the just some of my absolute all-time favorite games, and I constantly go back to them. Uh, more the 2D stuff than the 3D stuff, but still, really love a good Mario game is right up there, and then comes Metroid. So it's like Zelda, then Mario, then Metroid for me. And it's like, they're all so closely, so close together, but I love Mario games, and this Super Mario World is just such a perfect experience and we're going to listen to some really, really killer music, man. Uh, and it's going to be great. So let's go ahead and give it a listen, huh? Oh, yes. That's what I'm here for. All right. So let's get to work, shall we? We shall. The first track we're going to listen to is the title screen music. This was uh, the first thing that a lot of people saw on a, on a Super Nintendo Entertainment System was this. Mm -hmm. uh, the title screen music. And it's, it's some pretty memorable stuff. Uh, a little demo of that stage that eventually turned up in the special world and just <sighs> yay Here's let's give it a listen here's title from Super Mario World dare you not to smile right yeah like, oh it's absolutely one of those tracks it's 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 just perfect it's a it's it's mario music first off it's the first um well no it's not never mind it's the it's the first <laughs> originally a mario game mario game that had title screen music because mario 2 wasn't mm -hmm. a mario game originally so that that did have title screen music but 
we'll go right. ahead and sweep that under the rug for the sake of me saying that this was the first <laughs> Mario game and not no, being wrong. Darn it. Pay, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, no, don't look at that guy. Uh, <laughs> but it was a whole, like, real opening scroll of him. I, I, it, every time I hear this, I can hear all the sound effects that go with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Him kicking the shell and hitting the uh, couple Koopa Troopas in a row and jumping on Yoshi, eating all the pieces of the pokey and... You just can't take, you can't separate those two things. It's such a catchy little tune, you know. And it's a it's coming off of what the NES sounded like. This is that now is the first time really hearing what a Super Nintendo can do. And like those sound like horns in the background. Those mm-hmm. sound like real instruments. And I, I just was so blown away by it. And it's such a happy, jaunty little tune. Just. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's go on a big, fun Super Mario adventure. I can't wait. <laughs> I think, uh, apart from everything you just said, I absolutely agree with. I think my favorite part of that is um, how well the um, stereo imaging is. And you get like some stuff in the left channel only, some stuff in the right channel only. There's a little bit of bouncing back and forth. It, it's it's a lot of fun. It's just like a real, like you said, let's get ready for a giant Mario adventure. It literally is just like the most wholesome piece of music that I think you could put, you know, at the beginning of any video game ever. Just about, yeah. It's pretty, it's, I think it's the best title screen music in any Mario game. I'll agree with you on that one, I think. And there are some really good title screen, like Super Mario 3D Land for 3DS, that's a great title screen music, but nothing top Super Mario World. Alright, let us continue. You start the game, uh, and the first thing you hear when you start the game is this little um, demonstration of uh, the, what the story is. But then, as soon as that's over, that little—it's just a little ditty. It's what I'll, what you will have heard when the the, the podcast starts. That's what we're, we're kicking it off with. So uh, the next thing you hear is the map screen for Yoshi's Island. So let's give it a listen. Enjoy. <laughs> So this is a wonderful little thing because it's also just, it's incredibly peaceful. It's incredibly cute. Like, okay. Here we are, Yoshi's Island. What's this Yoshi I'm reading about? This house is so cute. I get to pick one of these two stages. How neat is that? What a cute little game. But then there's just that little tiny, little twinge of doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Just like a little bit of dread in the background. Like, oh right, there's trouble. <laughs> we have to go save the princess because there's trouble. It's, I feel like it's a great continuation off of the, um, the, the title screen music because it keeps that kind of um what is that like a pan flute is that what that uh beats me sure pan flute sure <laughs> yeah. the twit the, the twitty toot yeah 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 <laughs> listen i know you guys come to this show for for technical terms and absolutely we, can, we do our best to deliver them so hit them with that technical <laughs> term again the twitty toot yes so that <laughs> ties everything together but in a great way like um and yeah you're right like this is you know what's this yoshi and you know it's it like it's this music where it's 
like the game taking you on a big journey and you know every journey starts with that one step blah 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 but like it's so perfectly the imagery and the music is so perfect for one another like one can't exist without the other and like mm-hmm. the game again going back to what I was saying the graphics are just beautiful everything's bright and lush and uh, you know it's just perfect actually uh, really quickly this iteration of Mario the pixels the pixelation and stuff the animation and stuff absolutely my favorite like of any Mario to ever grace the screen well I'd have to actually think about that it's pretty high up there. I love how expressive he is. I love that he looks up. I love the way he ducks. I might have to give a slight edge to the Super Mario All-Stars version of Super, of Mario and Super Mario Brothers 2 because that is right. a really good sprite too, but yep. uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that, but that's a great call. There you go. All right, moving on. Uh, so the next song that you hear, if you actually go to Yoshi's Island 1, is uh, the Overworld theme, the regular main theme of this of this game and what's super cool about this game in particular is it was the first mario game to have a musical through line Mm -hmm. as in most uh, not most of the majority of yeah let's go with most of most of the music in this game calls back to this one central theme there are different versions of this one song previously it's you know it's the different songs for the different areas the end This one, though, started the trend that continued in most Mario games following it, where there was a centralized theme that most of the different tunes are plays on. And this is the central theme for Super Mario World, and one of the best overworld stage songs, I believe, ever written by a human on this planet. (laughs) So here is Overworld from Super Mario World. Enjoy. Halfway through, we switched over and got ourselves a Yoshi, which I forgot to warn everybody was going to happen in the, I think all of these tracks are the ones where halfway through they switch over to the version where you get a Yoshi and you add the drums to the soundtrack, which is just such a wonderful little touch that this game has. Um, oh boy, what do, you, what do you even say about a song like that, right? It's, it's so good. It's uh, I feel like a song like that's so ingrained in kind of the uh, gaming nomenclature that it's like 
it, there's not much to say about it. I think, um, I think most gamers will agree that that's just flat out a great song. It is. It's also a really interesting evolution of Mario music, right? I mean, you think about how oh, when we go back to go all the way back to our Super Mario Brothers episode. Were you on that? I don't think you were here yet. Um, back when we did the Super Mario Brothers episode, you think about the act, the original Super Mario Brothers theme, and how remarkably complex it is, especially considering it's it's you know, when it came out when it was composed and the the simplicity of the game that it was attached to it was a it's a remarkably complex piece of music um and then you follow it up with more of kondo's work in mario 2 and mario 3 and it's a mario 3 was a re- also a really impressive piece of work and, and it's still nuts to me that we're doing these out of so out of order that mario 3 hasn't come <laughs> out yet but whatever podcast for another podcast but uh what I like so much about this one is that it seems like such an evolution, structurally speaking, from what they did with the original Super Mario Brothers. Like, the way that it kind of changes, it always changes, it stays at the same tempo, but it's like the the general cadence of things kind of goes in and out, and it's pulling on these weird, like, kind of almost jazzish vibes. Like, uh, when, not jazz or ragtime or something like that, because when you get to that part where it goes into the... The um the kind of secondary melody, uh, like the first off the bass line appears to be just being played by a tuba this whole time, which is gives it this really cool like almost jug band feel to it. But then you've mm-hmm. got the just that kind of secondary melody. Um, like I I hate to sing all the parts together like that, but that part in particular. It it just adds so much. It adds this real sense of depth to it, kind of similar to the way that the um, the and and changes the rhythm. And that's a similar thing that the original Super Mario Brothers tune did as well. And this just kind of takes that a step further in how well it accomplishes that. And it's besides just being this wonderful, perfect piece of music, it's also such a wonderfully perfect example of the evolution of the Super Mario games. You know, this is, in some ways, kind of a back-to-basics approach, which Super Mario 3 actually was a very, very much a back-to-basics approach, but this was almost like a sort of a reinvention of things. Like, okay, we're going, we're, we're sticking with the, this, the, the Super Mario Bros. 3 thing, but we're also kind of reinventing ourselves by giving you all these alternate exits. Some Things are different this time around, um, but they're also going to feel familiar, and this song sets that up so, so brilliantly. So... Bravo! Yes. <laughs> and with that, let us go <laughs> underground. So you go through this stage, and it's a super good time. But then eventually, you're going to go down a pipe. And when you go down a pipe, you get to go to the underworld. And this is where we first hear the through line of this theme. So we we're familiar with this theme now because we've been playing it in the stage. But now we go underground. And instead of going to the do-do-do-do-do-do that we're all familiar with, it does a sort of a similar kind of thing, but it plays with the main melody that we just listened to. So let's listen to the wonderful brilliance of Underworld. Enjoy. Thank you. 
So, Matt, how does that one make you feel? You know, I'm a huge fan of the original Mario Underworld music, because that, that uh, melody is, speaking of ingrained in gnome, video game nomenclature. Um, and it's so bizarre, because it's it, the timing in that song is like, it seems so straightforward, but try to add drums to it without changing the cadence of it, and it's like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so... Imagine my surprise as a kid when you go underground and you don't hear the do 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 do. But this, uh, I think, is a perfect. Um, I think it's a perfect piece for the new, you know, Super Mario World. I, I think it works just wonderfully. It's it's been a while since I played. I won't lie. So this I kind of forgotten about. And then hearing again, I was a little unsettled. But at the same time, I'm like, oh yeah. And so you get that like. Uh, you get that first melody and then the kind of, I don't know, bent note synthesizer comes in and it it gets a little weird, but in a good way. Yeah, it's like it kind of bends itself ever so slightly off key, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like really, it's such a cool effect. I love that so much. And so um, when that comes in for me, I kind of settle. I'm like, oh, okay. But one thing I want to say, and I'm glad you mentioned it before about the pretty much all the tracks you're going to have when you acquire Yoshi. There's something very interesting about those congas when they join the already existing track. It's, you know, to me, I feel like nobody was thinking this way back then when they were creating soundtracks and stuff. You know, not only are you getting a new character, but how do we convey that other than just graphics and maybe new ability? Oh, I've got it. Let's put it in the music, too. Right? And it, and it just steps everything up. Just an, It just takes it like, but this one goes to 11. It just takes it up that extra notch for like, this is cool, man. This is so cool. And it's, it's not something that I think I had ever heard before in a game with such a dynamic soundtrack like this like th- f- first off when you do speaking specifically to underworld uh the underworld theme is that when you go into these areas everything has echo mm-hmm. there's, a, there's is, a reverb to create the large caverns and whatnot exactly which was amazing but then you add to what you were just talking about with the the yoshi drums like being a, you you've done things in games where like uh you get the star man and then it goes it changes the music and then it changes back to right. the whatever overworld theme but this was actually a real time alteration to the music that stopped and started when you were on and off yoshi you jump off yoshi those drums stop you jump back on they kick back in without a hitch which right. is i i don't think i'd ever seen any sort of real time dynamic changes to video game music like that before uh, which I just I just found completely amazing and impressive then, and is still to this day just such a, a wonderful effect. Even in new new games, when you jump on a Yoshi and those drums kick in, it's always a delight. Wonderful piece. Yeah, absolutely, and it, and just the wherewithal of uh, Koji to create this music and then to create that extra level to it, just to give it again that little boost, that little oomph. Exactly. Well, the next track is nothing but oomph as far as I'm concerned, because the next track (laughs) is the athletic theme. This is the song that plays in the second uh, style of uh, overworld theme, or if you're in Mario Maker, uh, they have assigned this to sky stages. But this is is the more 
the more fun tune. Uh, this is the one that's always really fun to see somebody cover on a piano or something because it's nice and fast. This is a, it's a magnificent. So here it is, Athletic from Super Mario World. Enjoy. I could just listen to that one forever, man. Oh, it's so good. It's so, it's so fun. It's so, um, before I forget about it, I love the, the very slight volume change that they do in there. Like when you have Yoshi's, when you have Yoshi's drums, like the drums get a little bit quieter and they, then they kick right back in during that one spot. I love that just little subtle dynamic that they threw in there. But man, this is so fun to listen to. And you can just kind of, you can just hear it, feel it being played on a piano, you know? Like it just, it seems like such natural music, which wasn't something that you got a lot of from video game music at the time, or specifically from Mario music at the time. Like you could always kind of picture them as they're very video gamey tunes, but this one just felt like it had this very live energy to it. And it's such a good song. It's so much fun. Oh, I, I can't, I, I defy you to listen to that and not either bop your head or tap your toe with some odd combination of the two. It's got a very uh, vaudevillian uh, feel to it. Like I almost feel like that tune could have very easily been the uh, intro tune to Super Mario Brothers 2. Hmm. Or I should say three. I'm sorry. Where the curtain opens up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like I, it seems like there's a front front presentation going on or something. Yeah, I get that. Right, exactly. But again, another great piece of music that accompanies. Like I, I instantaneously hear that and immediately see like speed running through the level and like jumping very quickly to you know dodge things and just trying to barrel through these levels and 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 so forth. Just a just a really great piece of music. I, I, there's no other way to put it. I, I'm, I'm overthinking it now. Yeah, it's just it just has the perfect energy, and it's it's yes. When those stages start, you just know they're a little bit more fast paced, and there's just going to be some sort of ridiculous boppiness to it, and it's it's wonderful. All right, we've got a whole lot of whole lot of soundtrack ahead of us, so let's keep going. This next track is the castle theme. Um, wow. <laughs> Castle music in Mario games up to this point had never been particularly impressive. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the original Super Mario 1 castle music, it's there. Uh, it's it's a couple seconds, right? It's just, it's a really, really short loop and it's all intensity all the time. Uh, the Super Mario 3 stuff was a lot more subdued. It was very... And like, that's pretty much it. This song right here was when just took the everything to the next level. Like, as, as impressive as everything was up to this point, whoa. <laughs> when this song really gets going, it's just like, oh my, they took all the intensity of Mario 1 and combined it with the creepiness of, uh, the eeriness of Mario 3 and made something just really killer and tied in that melody yet again. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to Castle from Super Mario World. Enjoy. That part in the middle, when it's sl- when it stops and just just goes way high, and then tumbles down with a totally different rhythm, kills me every time. It just oh, it just slays me. This song's amazing. It's such an amazing song, and it's played with those cutesy Super Mario uh, instruments, so it can only be so threatening, you know. But when you just really break it down to the actual composition, it's just like, wow. It's so, di- like, the, the, the big dynamic of starting off all all eerie and just building and building until you get to that big crescendo in the middle where it just, just stops and then tumbles down and then you get the 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 scales going up and down. Then <laughs> Wow. Just mm, magnificent. I love the big sweep as the first note that it just goes left to right if you're listening to this in headphones. It's just oh, like... Yeah. And, and 
And then, yeah, this, like, this real um, disconnected, eerie, low-end stuff. And it it is by far and wide, like, one of the biggest improvements on a, a section of the game music. Like, some of my favorite music, actually, um, is this castle music. Hmm. It's, I, you know... It's almost like a Phantom of the Opera. The trills that you were talking about, they're going... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The the bass bends. Like... Oh, yeah. Then the driving bass line to give you, like, the the sense of urgency. You know, like... Yeah, because there's no percussion in this. No. And and to, to what you said about you're still using kind of the cutesy instrumentation of of a Mario game. It still creates some level of uh, urgency. It still creates some level of, um, you know, anxiety. Unfortunately, for for young children, <laughs> maybe that's where we all get it from. Um, <laughs> but it, it it does so much with so little, and to me, that's like the earmark of a great track. Absolutely, and also thinking of just uh, the upgrade from <laughs> the upgrade yeah. from NES to this, right? Because like, I, I know I loved Mario Three was life altering for me, and then you get to this, and it just somehow made that <laughs> even better. And when this music starts going, when 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 I got to this part of the game, and it's not just playing that same. Um, melody that I'd been hearing in the game so far, but also just going so hard at the end there. Uh, it was I just was not prepared for that level of um, just, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? That level of intensity out of this. I just simply was not prepared for it. Uh, and it was, uh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next up uh, what happens at the end of the castle? Well, you fight a boss. And let's see the first boss. I never remember which Koopa kids are which. I just There's I too many of them. I love them. I love these characters. And I was so glad when they finally brought them back in the new Super Mario Brothers games. Because I just, I love, the, I love these ridiculous, stupid characters. Um, but in Super Mario World, they all looked so different from their artwork. Like, they're just unrecognizable, which is so weird. Um, it's one of this game's few flaws, I think. It's just, like, none of these characters... Like, these could have looked exactly like they look in the drawings, and they just don't. I don't know why, but um, regardless, I, I think the... Uh, right, is that you fight one of the Koopa kids here? Yeah, yeah, you don't fight a Resnor. There's no mini castle on, on Yoshi's Island. I'm driving myself bananas here. But you get to the end of the castle, and there's your first Koopa kid fight, and it is just sticking with the intensity some great great boss music and you know how much we like boss music on this show Mm -hmm. so here is the boss theme from super mario world enjoy Thank you. 
Whew. So what's particularly amazing about that is that you just came off of this crazy intense castle music. So how do they make the boss music appropriately advanced over that, right? How do you, how do you bring that up one more level? Is you add percussion. And there was no percussion in the castle theme, and then all of a sudden, there's solid percussion throughout this entire thing. And that percussion is just snare hits with different volumes, like mm-hmm. with different inflections, which is so cool. It's such a nice touch. What with, a great song. With a Latin bass line. Yup. Yeah, it's got that awesome Latin Latin bass line going on. It's so <laughs> Which, cool. It's so strange, but it it works. It, it works like a charm. It gives it this sense of energy, but also a sense of urgency. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm almost angry at it. <laughs> <laughs> I I know exactly what you mean. Something's so good, you're like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> It's it's because that's the thing you get to you get there and like first off just the way it kicks off with a da 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 and then it just kicks into the rhythm right so this right. whole time you're you're bef- leading up to this you're listening to this music that's very not toe tapping you know not very solidly rhythmic right because it, it went from one tempo to another and it's very orchestral very uh, you know very symphonic as it were and then you get to this and it is just it's very straightforward it's very toe tapping. So you'd like, okay, now there's a rhythm, now it's intense, now I gotta think about what I'm doing and fight this boss. And it's it's perfect. It's such great boss music. And again, with the Super Mario World instruments that are kinda cutesy, because the whole thing is cutesy. But at the same time it gives you it gives you that sense of urgency, it gives you that sense of energy and excitement that comes with a proper boss battle. Not that these are the most impressive boss battles ever made, but still. Very, very cool stuff. All right, so I did this next one a little bit out of order. It was my mistake. I just put in the track order wrong. If you were doing this, if you were playing this game in the order that I I would, you would have heard this song uh, the first time you got to the first Swiss, Switch Palace. This is the bonus music, and it is such a wonderful, wonderful, happy song. Uh, I couldn't possibly have skipped it because it's wonderful. So let's listen. Here's Bonus from Super Mario World. Enjoy. music <laughs> it is it is such happy music like those it's like oh you thought that other track was happy you don't know happy this oh is my... happy oh smile my <laughs> smile <laughs> it's aggressively happy music and i love it uh, so much. hands down like one of the happiest tracks in any video game ever made but it's again it's such an iconic track the minute i hear it i see the bonus level i see right. it all like right in my face like oh, there it is you know 
and it's you know it's it's playing uh, steel drum on the upbeats like it's <laughs> it always has the Yoshi drums whether you have Yoshi or not it's just it's magn it's a celebration anyways so you've beaten the first your first Koopa kids you've had your bonus stage you are now ready to move on to the first proper world where things get really interchangeable because up until this point there weren't any secret exits now we're in secret exitville now we're in the game proper now we're on the donut planes my favorite map screen music of any mario game ever created so let's give it a listen here's donut planes enjoy <laughs> I think the only map screen music I've ever heard that comes anywhere even close to being as wonderfully delightful as that song is Simeon Segway from Donkey Kong Country. But even that cannot beat these 38 seconds of pure, <laughs> unadulterated joy. There's nothing complex going on here. It's just the... It's just perfection. It's musical perfection. I have nothing else to say. I am not going to attempt to say anything. It... It's it's, just, it's yeah. It, it's, it's like <laughs> that's what I imagine a cavity sounds like. A cavity? Yeah, like a tooth cavity because you ate so much sugar. Ah, ha, ha, ha. gotcha. <laughs> I just think of drills and screaming and wishing I was dead. But yeah, no, no, I, I get you. <laughs> um, I think we need. It's, I think we need to have a talk after this. Yeah, I don't have a lot of good dental experiences, but uh, <laughs> yeah, donuts. It's it's great. Love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we finally get to, in the Donut planes, planes, our first swimming level, which I will never forget getting this, the underwater level in this and seeing those weird geometric shapes in the background with little floaty things on top of them and thinking, here's yet another version of this song, and I love it. So here is Swimming from Super Mario World. Enjoy. Thank you. 
That's your swimming music. It certainly is. Just turned it into a waltz, made it nice and pretty, super fun. I love it. I love it indeed. <laughs> How am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's not, that's not my problem. That's a you problem. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> it's a you problem, not a me problem. Um, The waltz part of it. The waltz really sells it. There's... There's something about, I guess maybe because it's so ingrained, uh, there's something about underwater and waltz that I can't uh, take the two apart. Right? I mean, the original Super Mario Brothers underwater music is the perfect underwater music. Yeah. And this is just that song, but Super Mario Worldified. <laughs> Super Mario Worldified. I like that. <laughs> if you're just joining us, we're making up words. <laughs> I'm good at that. You Aren't s- all words made up? At some point they were, you're right. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> My, how we get off the rails. Um, right, swimming. Something I can't do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful track, honestly. Um, you know, sometimes me personally i hear video game music and i'm like oh it's a, you know it's, that's a really good track i like that track or that's a lot of fun or whatever but this is a track that like i feel like if you just played for someone who wasn't familiar they would think like mm, it's you know it's a really nice composition or like uh oh yeah who, uh, who wrote that uh, is that uh you know and then name someone i think it's a track that you could slip in somewhere and and to the untrained ear would would get away with you know thinking it was like a much bigger piece it wasn't something from a video game yeah it's a very very cute but sweeping piece of wonderfulness i love it i agree okay (laughs) on we go uh so we're gonna take a sweeping happy jaunty tune and head into creepy territory with ghost house Ooh, spooky here it is enjoy So, 
there were ghosts in Mario 3, but there weren't haunted houses. And this is some good old spooky music right here. I agree 100%. Yeah, it's nice and spooky. It it makes me... First, it makes me think of the ghosts and how much I uh-huh. absolutely love them. Um, I love them so much as a person who enjoys tattoos. I've always said that I wanted to get a tattoo of the ghost covering his face on my arm. And then for anyone, you know, familiar, if they look at it, they're like, oh, okay, when they turn around, I just wanted to move closer to them until they turned around again. (laughs) (laughs) That's my nerd moment. Thanks. I'll be here all week. Hey. Yeah. But yeah, I've, yeah, go ahead. Oh, all I was going to say was, but uh, that being said, you know, there's so much to be said for the less is more. Now, we've listened to a bunch of tracks where there's a lot going on, and then you tack on top the um, the Yoshi uh, bongos, kicking things up a notch. Uh, we listen to the castle music, uh, the underground music, very stripped away, and this is one of those songs, the ghost house music is one of those songs that is right in league with those, very stripped away, but so freaking effective. Again, oh, yeah. again, I mentioned like the... The, the stereo parameters you know if you're like uh like me right now i'm listening in headphones and so i hear the things kind of sweep from left to right or like just stay on the right channel and rise up and come down and you know what is it all of three maybe four instruments and it creates such an atmosphere with just those pieces it's absolutely brilliant yeah no i i couldn't possibly agree more it's a uh... It's just kind of ridiculous how good it how good it is at what it is doing, and it's uh yeah it's never been my favorite tune just to listen to on its own, um but just as being an effective piece of music to go with the ridiculously awesome and confusing uh ghost house stages like that's just great. <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep things dialed down a little bit and head into the Vanilla Doom. This is uh, the, you know, it's the Vanilla Dome. It's uh, the, the <laughs> one part of this game that I couldn't really piece together because it's like, you know, the donut plains, the island's a giant donut, right? The Chaco Islands, it's like everything's brown, like chocolate. It looks like it's made of chocolate. Uh, the, the forest of illusion, there's trees everywhere. The Vanilla Dome is like kind of keeping with the food thing, but it's it's a bunch of caves. Nothing, there's, nothing looks particularly vanilla-ish about it, right? Like, there's nothing vanilla plant. There's nothing white like vanilla ice cream there's nothing brown like vanilla extract it's just this is cave levels okay <laughs> regardless great stages and pretty snazzy music so let's let's go to listen here is vanilla do the vanilla dome it's very twinkly <laughs> yes I, I don't have too too much to say i i want to make fun of the snare so bad but uh, i'm not going to 
it is a product of its time and it is beautiful in every way. No, of course. I, I you know, I, I can't say much about it. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about that one. It's a... Uh, I would say it's one of the more forgettable tracks, but it's really not. Like, I remember that song all the time. It's there. I spent a lot of time in the Vanilla Dome trying to figure out where all the secrets were, you know? There was that whole other pathway that brought you up to the was the, the Butter Bridge. Hmm. I'm, Good times. I'm going to have to take your word for it because there's a, there's a lot of this stuff that I actually don't remember. I see some of it in my head. Again, it's been a while since I've played it. And the names are ringing bells, but there's certainly some stuff that I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> well, let's see if you remember this one. This is the Forest of Illusion. This is a great area in the game where the map looks like yeah, there's no clear indications on where stuff's going to show up. Like you, you beat a stage and then trees disappear and a path shows up. But it's, oh, this 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 map is so wonderful. And this is a really good uh, spooky forest music. I love it. So here is Forest of Illusion. Enjoy. That's Forest of Illusion. You say Forest of Illusion. That's the music that that would pop up in my head. It's it just seems like classical, spooky forest music, <laughs> but but happy. It a happy spooky forest. It has I don't know. It has like the the slightest hint of like the Wizard of Oz for me. Um, <laughs> my mom was like a huge Wizard of Oz fan, so I've you know I've seen it ad nauseum. So there's something about it that kind of gives me that old, like, Wizard of Oz vibe. Not necessarily in a bad way or anything. Just kind of taps that part of my brain a little. Yeah, I again, much like the that's not the other map screen music, there's not a ton to say. Uh, other than it's just, I love that, I don't know what that synth sound is supposed to be. Like that kind of stringy, no, strings sound that's playing the main melody, but it's so... It's so nice, and every time I hear this music, I think very much of the, per- particularly of the thick trees, you know, the ones that are all just like, with the giant faces on them, all creepy looking. I, I love this area. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're pretty much just running through all the rest of the map screen music here, and uh, the only map, well, there's a couple of maps left, but the, the only regular map left is the Valley of Bowser, which is a totally killer track. So let's give it a listen. The Valley of Bowser. Try, try to not to imagine the thunder going off in the background. I dare you. It's <laughs> a hell of a bass line. Yep. <laughs> a hell of a bass sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's uh, everything about that. That's a, it's a hell of a piece of music right there. 
and just I can't hear it without hearing the in the background because you know that's just constantly going off on that map screen with Bowser floating around in his Koopa clown car uh, behind his his castle while it's going on. By the way, I absolutely love that animation too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that big floating whatever you want to call that thing is just so freaking cool. It is. And we're going to get to it. But yes. right now, we're going to take a couple of sidetracks off to the optional areas in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go through all this other stuff and get to Koopa's Castle, but if you find them, if you find those secret exits, you can get yourself to Star Road, which I thought was a really clever little map screen music because it's basically uh, you're on Star Road and you're in space or whatever, and it's, uh, it's a play on the in- invincibility music. It's pretty nice. So let's give it a listen. <laughs> Here's Star Road. Enjoy. star road i don't have much to say about it it's there i just think that's such a great uh iteration of it and then of course with the the yoshi uh bongos on top of it it just oh yeah it takes again it takes it up a notch the slowing it down and just kind of making it very chill as opposed to the original like hectic you know manic let's barrel through this level uh you know invincibility that we're used to take it down a couple notches chill it the hell out and then throw those uh those bongos on top it's just a great piece it just it gets that much better it really does it's it it's um it's also great as a kind of a precursor to where we're going next right mm-hmm. because the star road was this cool secret world but the fact that that secret world had a secret world was nuts <laughs> and uh i don't think i'll ever forget the the first time i made it to special world because i thought it was fake right i saw a picture of it and it just said special in the background the stars like that can't be real that star on top of the bush in the middle of star road that doesn't look like it belongs there this has got to be a joke and then i did it and (laughs) he climbs up on top of the bush jumps on that star and then you get to special world and this right here this right here is my favorite track that we're going to listen to tonight bar none I love this track so much, not just because of the fact that it is this really delightful, uh, effectively delightful take on the original Super Mario Brothers theme, but that the fact that it is a take on the Super Mario Brothers theme is in itself an Easter egg. So basically, if you wait on the map for two solid minutes, the music will change. So you have to let it sit there and play that, play that music for two solid minutes. I did this on accident. I uh, was playing the game and I was stuck on one of the levels in Special World because they're pretty hard and I went downstairs to get a snack and I just left it running. So I got back to the map music, went downstairs to get a snack and when I came back, it was playing Super Mario Brothers music and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) When did this happen? What? So then I, I played the stage again and then I just let it sit there and I was like, do that again. I just let it sit and sit and sit and sit two solid minutes and then it kicks in and it's just so freaking cool. So the version we're going to listen to, obviously you're not going to have to listen to two solid minutes of the special world theme. It's just going to loop a couple of times and it's going to kick into the Super Mario Brothers theme. It's one of my favorite little Easter eggs I've ever seen in a video game. 
ever and it just it still makes me smile to this day and because of that it is such it's my favorite song song of the night it's so good so here is special world in all of its easter eggy glory enjoy Speaking of perfect, right? <laughs> oh my god, I love that groovy little, the groovy little jaunty whatever. It just it makes you want to just dance when it starts, right? Just the regular special world music is perfect. It's so good, and you've got the big dopey special, just the word special <laughs> blaring across the screen, and the little Super Famicom logo up top, which I had no idea what that was because. I had a Super Nintendo, not a Super Famicom. I didn't know what that was at the time, and they didn't bother changing it for the American version of it, so I was so confused by it, but I thought it was amazing. But man, when the Super Mario Brothers theme kicks in, jeez, jeez, so good. Ah. Uh, you know, I don't know that I ever got to Special Road, but um, that being said, that is... A fantastic little Easter egg. I can absolutely see why that's your among your favorite, if not your top. So it's, it's pretty cool. And then of course the homage to the original theme and just awesome. Yeah, just awesome. I mean, it's it's a great rendition of the original theme on top of it just being oh like absolutely an awesome piece of music. It's so I love it at that speed with that rhythm, and I love with the uh, the steel drums and stuff. Took the words right because, out of my mouth. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's so good, and they kind of reprised that feel of this song when uh, Soyooka did the rendition of it for Super Mario All Stars, which is 
also great. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's so good. And that, the fact that it's like hidden in the game is awesome. Every time, if I ever, ever hear somebody like, oh, just, just I'm playing Super Mario World for the first time. I always say when you get the special world, just stop. Just let it sit there until something cool happens. And then it does. And they're like, yay, that's so great. (laughs) (sighs) It's so good. I just, I can't. (laughs) I just can't even. And you should. I can't even. And I won't. Nope. I won't let you. All right. Well, we're on to the last track, the last song of the night. And it's the evil King Koopa. So great final boss music, man. Mm -hmm. It's great final boss. It's a cult. so memorable and, and like fighting Bowser in the original Super Mario Brothers was pretty memorable because it took me forever to get there fighting Bowser in Mario 3 when he starts stomping on the ground and breaking the bricks like, ah! super memorable mm-hmm. when he comes floating down in that ridiculous clown car throwing mecha koopas and giant bowling balls at you like mm. okay <laughs> and what's nuts is that this like the actual ending was spoiled in that first commercial that we listen to at the top of the episode like that that is the last shot of mario and uh princess standing there and the heart uh um a firework goes off in the background that's in the damn that's the the commercial (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't bother me in the least i was just like i'm fighting to get there oh there it is with the commercial it's so great Ah! (laughs) i lost it when i i lost it anyway The most awesome, uh, great final boss music, The Evil King Koopa. Let's give it a listen. Enjoy. So I have to say that listening to this just like that is weird because, um, you know, as you're doing that fight, every time a different segment of the fight happens, you get that really amazing sound effect of him, of Bowser stopping and like going into the background and then flying into the, straight into the screen with his clown car. So, um... Just listening to the song straight like that always feels like it's missing a little something to me. But even with that, what a killer piece of music, right? There's such a punk beat to it. There is, and you hear those strums too. Like in in the like, there's real good rhythmic strumming going on. Like I I don't remember that, but now like you know, all these years later, hearing it, and I'm like, holy 
cow, that's like, like breakneck, you know, like I've been going back and listening. This is ironic. I've been going back and listening to a lot of like old bad religion and like, you know, dead Kennedys and punk of that nature where it's just like fast and, you know, just driving. And that's like, that was the beat for like all the 90s punk bands. Do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. I'm, I'm very impressed by that. Yeah, and it's one of those things that you don't necessarily notice when you're playing like no. a Super Nintendo and about to beat Mario World for the first time, right? Like, you don't really stop and, and, and really listen to the details of the music, but it all comes through you know, subliminally as you're playing it. And, geez, it's so freaking good. It's so well put together. It's so intense. It's just the right level of... You know, you're hearing certain like types of instruments and stuff that you just didn't hear uh, throughout the course of the game. It's a, this is a yet another different kind of music uh, that they left they set aside just for the end here, and it's it's so good, it's so good, it's so killer, and uh, I I love it. I love all of this. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it is. It is definitely one of those uh, final boss um, tracks. And and something I noticed, too, just to kind of go back for a moment, was while the, there's that heavy punk beat, some of it felt a little off, which is something that you always talk about, where, like, if you're just listening to the music, you never quite um, latch on to it fully, and that mm-hmm. kind of perturbs the way you play. And so I'm listening to this and I'm thinking it's not it's it's everything's sitting just a hair off. And I don't know if maybe that's just me hearing it weirdly or if it's, you know, was created that way. But there was something about it all that wasn't quite sitting perfectly. Yeah, I think it's the way that some of these instruments hit like they don't all actually hit. They don't actually make their primary sound the moment that they start playing. So some of these things have this like split, split second of almost build up or silence or something before they actually play what they're supposed to be playing. So while they're programmed mathematically spot on, there's something that's ever so slightly off because of just the nature of the instruments that are being played. Um, But yeah, agreed with that. And, uh, Still, it's perfect. <laughs> yep. There you have it. Well, there you have it. Th- yeah, exactly. This is uh, a wonderful soundtrack, and uh, I think it's a great way to kick off our next 100 episodes, right? Because it's one of my favorite games ever. It's one of my favorite soundtracks ever. I adore this music so much, and uh, this was a really fun way to spend an evening. So thank you, Jamie Hill, for the recommendation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were going to get to it eventually anyway. I'm sorry it took about 100 episodes to get there. <laughs> I really did intend to do these just in order. Like, I'll, I'll get to Mario World when, you know, we get to through Super Mario 1, 2, and 3 first and Super Mario Land. And we, we didn't quite do that. And I don't care. <laughs> nah. Because, uh, right, it's our party. We'll cry if we want to. We'll play things out of order if we want to. And uh, we'll get back to Mario 3 when we get back to Mario 3. And quite frankly, good things come to those who wait. They do. So that's going to be our show. Join us next time when the fates willing, Matt and I will be hosting the second (laughs) annual Waveback Awards. They're a little late. By a little, I mean it's going to be May. (laughs) But 
No, it's not going to be May. Well, yeah, it'll probably be May by the time they air. So, yeah, that's a little later than I expected. But, you know, life's been throwing us a couple of curves, curveballs, and uh, we're just we're rolling with it and, and doing the work, mm-hmm. putting it in. Yep. And uh, I think, hopefully, it will have been worth the wait. <sighs> it's going to be fun. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories on the video games we've discussed here today. And you can do so over on the Waveback Forge forum page on Facebook. Uh, just search for Waveback on Facebook and you'll find out more information on our next games as well as a nice convenient place to talk talk about them. Or you could hit us up on the Geekade Discord. Right, Discord? Sorry, I keep getting it mixed up with Slack in my head for some reason. There's so many things these days. But yes, there's also a very active community over on Discord if you want to hear about some stuff and, and, and chat about the games. For example, over on the Discord channel, we had a couple of people talk about the um, uh, the, the show tonight. We had Elo Komono. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I apologize. A Star Road is the only one that comes to mind for me. A great one. Uh, but this version, and uh, they included a link to Star Road by Ruben Lozano. Uh, which is pretty pretty funky, so we're going to go ahead and throw that in the show notes. And then Batlover37C said, Overworld Theme by Smooth McGroove. And you're darn tootin'. That's another great rendition. I love the way he sings that one, so we'll throw that in the show notes as well. So if you want to jump in on any of the conversations we're having over on Discord, uh, just uh, find the, the, there's a link to it in the show notes. There it is. That's how we do it. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, please check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And of course, check out Waveback Overplay over on YouTube, which is where I mash up two different versions of uh, the same video game song and see how they sound squished together. And usually it sounds pretty good, unless it's Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Trilogy, which is terrible. But I still did it anyway because it was hilarious and, you know, interesting at the very least. Anyway... Be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. We're going to leave you tonight with the ending music, because that's what we do, man. Uh, and this is a super great ending theme. It's kind of like two songs in one, right? It goes to this whole thing, and then it goes to this whole other thing, and then it brings it back to the, the other whole thing. And um, I remember beating this game for the first time at my cousin's house, and the sh- the single shot at the end where it looks like Mario, Luigi, and the princess from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show blew my mind. I don't know why. It's a still shot. It's not even as impressive as Mario sleeping at the end of Mario 2. But it was just like, (laughs) this is still so cool. Like, there's them from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show in the video game. Like, that just looks like the drawings of them, and that's amazing. So, yeah. Great ending, really great tune. You get to see all the names of the the, the bad guys and stuff in the game. So, uh, what about you, Matt? Any any thoughts on this last track before we move on? I think the first time I beat this game, I was it was probably in my house, my room, whatever, and I just remember feeling so accomplished. I think any time I beat a game, period, I just feel like, oh man, I did that because. It's my memory that a lot of the games from our childhood were just so dang on hard. And, like, um, I remember kind of jumping from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo. It was probably one of the first games I ever actually finished without, like, punching in a code or, you know, getting something from the back of the Nintendo Power magazine, Simon's Quest. (laughs) Um, 
so yeah i i definitely remember beating it and just being like holy cow i just did that and just thinking like let's do it again yeah <laughs> see what else i can find and there was so much to find oh yeah the back door to bowser's castle special star road the the vine off of uh the cheese bridge, right? The cheese bridge was the one. I always get this two mixed up. There's the butter bridge and the cheese bridge, but the one on the bottom, there was the vine that you could get where it we brought you to the only, only swimming stage, the only stage of the game that had Torpedo Ted, who I knew from the ending of Mario World, right? I'd seen the ending a billion times because I love beating Bowser, and there's Torpedo Ted, and like, what stage is he in? That looks so cool. I've, I feel like I've found them all, but I didn't. And he did the whole trick where you had to jump underneath the, the exit and do the Yoshi boost underneath it. Or, you know, if you're really good with the cape, do a big, like, swoop underneath there. And it makes the vine show up. You go to the swimming stage with Torpedo Ted, which is awesome and super hard. And then you go all the way out to the island, and there's the last bit of Star Road. And I finally... Ah, oh, I love it. I love it all. <sighs> I love Super Mario World. I really want to play it right now. But I'm not going to because it's late and i got to go to bed. But here is the ending music. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Thank you.